For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Hello once again, everyone. It's Mike Tanay from TNA Wrestling, and welcome to In the Room. Here's Brady, Kathy, The Strobe, Jordan, and Derek. Was a ship that put to sea. The name of the ship was a bully of tea. The winds blew up her bowed up down oh, below my bully boys blow. <gasps> Soon the woman come All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, right here live on VOCNation.com. Brady Hicks here, and I'm excited to be talking with you all. For the next little while, we'll, uh, we'll have some fun talking wrestling. Joined, as always, by the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? How you doing? Good, Brady, and how are you doing tonight, my dear? I'm doing well. You might say that um, both of my eyes are in really good shape. How, how about you? Well, I have sunburn in my eyes. Yeah, how do you do that? What, do you stare at the sun? <laughs> No, I, I'm still using uh, eye drops, but of course, as a normal person who works in the medical field, I didn't. Okay. And not wearing my sunglasses. That sounds painful, by the way. It's it's sore. I mean, so I have to wear sunglasses <laughs> constantly for the next oh, geez. three or four days. Oh, jeez. Drops oh, and geez. cold coffee. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. I, I hope it starts to feel better. Uh, <laughs> we also have the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. What's going on, sir? Oh, it's great to be here with you guys. Uh, man, I a lot going on. Uh, man, uh, you, uh, did you guys check out the video? It's uh, the the Ric Flair video with Jerry yeah. and Lethal. Yeah. Man, that was intense. Yeah, that was awesome. That was pretty cool. I'll, I'll have to right? share that as part of the uh, description for the show. 
because people definitely need to be checking that out. It's really cool. And, um, yeah, it's it's got me excited, and I can't believe that I'm excited for a Ric Flair match in 2022, right. but, but I am. I'm excited. You know, they, they don't make them like that anymore, as they say. Nope, they don't. No. It was amazing. And, and Jay Lethal, my God, I mean... It's a it's 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 a damn crime. He's not a main inventor in any company. Yes, I know, I know. Absolutely, true. I know. He's like an afterthought in AEW, and that's a shame. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Nine one four three three eight. Absolutely, absolutely. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. That's the number to call in tonight, and. uh yeah, we can definitely talk about Ric Flair. I'm actually figuring we'll talk about that a good deal uh, because it's been probably about 10 years since he's really had a match and um, even longer since he's had, like, a, a match that you can look back on and say, like, wow, you know? I think the last one that people said, wow, was probably the Shawn Michaels match at WrestleMania, which everyone thought was going to be his last match back in uh, 2008, I think it was. Or nine? I think it was mm-hmm. eight. I think it was 2008. So that's a long time. That That's a long time. And, uh, uh, yeah. What a match that so was, too. That was amazing. Oh, my God. Gone. Who didn't shed a tear when he said, I'm sorry, I love you? Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that, yeah. And in, in, with now with, uh, Oh God! You know, I, I was you know the video we were referring to earlier. You know, I mean, it, I wasn't sure how I really felt about uh, his upcoming match, right? But man, mm-hmm. the last minutes, the last minutes of that video—I mean, it just amped it up it, it, on a whole new level. I mean, wow! Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think people, it's great. I'm so glad to see it because I think um, there was so much good faith that people lost in Ric Flair when they added, when they when they aired the Dark Side of the Ring uh, episode, which mm-hmm. I guess was about a year ago, right? Um, yeah. It's great to see kind of a redemption there. I mean, we all figured it would happen at some point, uh, but, you know, I... Yeah, I mean, I, and this isn't to say anything about, um, you know, what happened on that flight. Obviously, we weren't there. We, I mean, we might mm-hmm. know what happened just based on what other people have said or whatever, but uh, none of us were there to witness it. So it kind of comes down to, like, you, you know that classic, you know, there's uh, there's what he says, there's what she says, and there's the truth. Uh, yes. There's you know, three sides. It's probably... Exactly. It's probably somewhere on that third (laughs) side. So, uh, but regardless, regardless, I mean, there have been people who have um, made mistakes and come back. I got to say something about Jay Lethal. I mean, the kid's got a future outside of wrestling. I mean, because he's a hell of an actor. Oh, my God. Like his voices and stuff? Yeah. He is so good. It it amazes me that he never really got a fair shake in WWE. No, it's a crime. And of course, you know, you got some of these AEW people 
sticking to their guns, you know, and all that. And, and I, I, I'd give it right back to them. I said, look, you know, AW, but uh, they, they did my boy wrong, man. I, I, in his yeah. debut, I mean, this is Jake freaking lethal, man. He was like the top guy in ROH for yeah. um, forever. <laughs> You know what I mean? And yeah, uh, yeah. It, it still I, I can... the way he debuted. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Because he's so talented. It's a shame. Uh, like I just keep looking back at. You remember the time when he was in the ring impersonating Ric Flair, and they were wooing back and forth him and Ric Flair. Like yes, it was amazing. <laughs> that, was, that was the best TV impact did at that time. I mean, God, I was incredible. Right. And that was during the time of their loaded roster. Yeah, yeah look at the talent they had then. My God. Oh, yeah. And it's amazing it how insane. he can imitate Flair. He can do um, Macho. I mean, he can do... <laughs> yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... it's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a shame. <laughs> all these years, you know what I mean? All these years and... He's like the best kept secret in the business. Exactly. Yep. And how do you stay a secret when you're on like now two major, three major promotions? It's yeah. funny. It really is funny. Um, but yeah, no, he never right. really got the credit, you know. And and I gotta think it's because of size. Um. But still, you know, he's no different than AJ Styles or Austin Aries. Yet here he is. No, and, and and he's a, he's a, he's an athlete. I mean, he's in good shape. He's yeah. fine, Yep. Yeah. The yeah. bit where he was wearing Ric Flair socks before he was training. Oh man. <laughs> yes. That yeah. was great. Oh my yeah. god, that was great. Yeah. Ah. By the way, looping it back to Ric Flair, I I um. I was absolutely right saying that I, I thought Andrade was going to somehow be involved in the match, and he is. Uh, but the surprise for me is Jeff Jarrett. And, and obviously yeah. WWE has always been willing to, like, lend out backstage talent like that. that. I mean, it's never been an issue for major shows like that. But still, like, if you think about it, here's a guy that's basically – Running things backstage in WWE now, and yeah, uh, yeah. it's so random. That weekend, Elba oh my god! Because he, yeah, he, he's ref, he's refereeing the tag match with the yeah. Usos and the Profits at the pay per view. Right, and he's doing a deal with Flair's last match. Man, he, he's on fire, man. And which one is more random? You know, like they both just came out of nowhere. Yeah, in like a couple of days time. Yeah, you think Karen Jarrett he, can parlay that into something in WWE? Because uh, <laughs> she's going to be involved in NWA. Yeah, but but you, you know Jarrett. I mean, the work him and Lethal did with Flair in that, that video was like some of the best I've seen Jarrett do in a long time. Yes. Yeah, I was getting uh, I was getting some old Memphis feels there watching that. You know. That, it, was, it was amazing. amazing. And it's amazing to me, like, you know how people are so quick to always throw never around Kathy, like, never is this going to happen, never is that. Never <laughs> yeah. was Rick, never was, um, I'm sorry, first of all, never was Ric Flair going to come back. Never was Ric Flair going to be part of the Raw thing again, like, that. The end, you know, he's on the beginning of every show again. They re-added him. Yeah. Um, 
never was Jeff Jarrett going to go back to WWE after starting TNA like that. Now not never, only is he back, never, yeah, never say never, brother. <laughs> uh, not only is he back, but WWE's like patched things up with TNA. Like they let like yes. AJ Styles do something at Slammiversary, like record a video message. Uh, yeah. AEW is working with WWE. AEW is working with New Japan. WWE is working with Impact. Look yeah. at Mickey James. Dolph Terrace is the knockout champ at the Rumble. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's exciting. It's an exciting yeah. thing. It, it is. It is for sure. Um, <laughs> and the fans are the benefit, you know, because, like, for the longest time, all these companies wouldn't acknowledge each other, you know? Like, when I was a mm-hmm. little kid, it was such a big deal that Ric Flair bought the big gold belt on WWE. And then they started, yeah, like, right. censoring it and stuff. Like, that was huge. But that's oh, nothing yeah. compared to the kind of stuff that they do today. So that, it's see, great. I, it it I, is great to see. I wish they would have done that with something like with Jay Lethal. Remember Ring of Honor shut down? Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. they bought out, and AW bought Ring of Honor. I wish they would have done that angle with Jay Lethal, man. God, can you imagine? And, and the thing is, being he's such a Ric Flair fan, right? Can you imagine the yeah. most he could have done to eat the real oh, ROH oh, man. champ? <laughs> yeah. Classic. That would have been cool. He could have come right. in doing the voice and everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They missed yeah. the boat on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they did for sure. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. The other thing I want to mention, and like some people are making a huge deal out of this, and other people are like downplaying it, like it means absolutely nothing. Uh, but WWE, whether you say it quietly, or whether you say that um, it was kind of leaked and it's out there now, whatever. They're, they may do it, they may not. They're, they're going to do it at some point, apparently. WWE is switching to PG-14. Which mm-hmm. is like... I guess, Kathy, it hasn't been PG-14 since the start of the PG era, right? Although SmackDown was PG-14, I think. Yeah, that's always been kind of... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I'm undecided. Like, I feel like it's not going to make that much of a difference because they're not going to just, like, start changing everything around. Like, you know, they had that chance when they were letting Paul Heyman write Raw and abandoned it after three weeks. You know? Right. So that ain't happening. But, you know, are they going to stop doing stupid storylines that are like basically for children is this the end of the suffering succotash era do you know what i mean <laughs> i hope so i hope if so. They, you know how they've been doing with Liv morgan lately and how over she yeah. is <laughs> you know if, if they just let the guys and gals be themselves you know what i mean and and let them you know cut more natural promos and and just express themselves more naturally to the audience, man, it'd be so much better, I swear. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody needs a gimmick or a job. You know, we didn't, we, we tried we tried having trash men wrestlers and and, and voodoo priest wrestlers <laughs> and hockey player wrestlers. We don't I, I, that's where it's headed again and I, I don't wanna see that. I don't think anyone wants to see that realistically. No. Um 
Yeah, it's like it's like that old attitude era thing with Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, he's like, "Oh, I'm just myself with the volume turned all the way up." That's exactly what it is. Right. You know, let people be themselves. And that's how they got over during that time. Yeah. Right. And the ones that resonate the most today are the ones that are somewhat based on how they really are. Mm -hmm. Look at Roman Reigns. When they let Roman Reigns be himself, what happened? That was it, man. Yep. That was ice in the cake. <laughs> yep. And say what you will about John Cena. That's why people like John Cena. Mm-hmm. He's oh, yeah. himself. He's himself. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number. Uh, we've got a couple callers in the line, including two from the same area, Coda. Um, I'm guessing that they're different people. Let's bring on 804. I'm, I'm thinking this is Steve, but I might be wrong. What's going on? You're on in the room. Yeah, this is Steve. Hello? Hey, Steve. What's Hello? going on, brother? How you doing? I, uh, I grew up a Ric Flair fan, but, uh, He's been hogging the spotlight for too long. He's been whenever uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch or in, uh, Chris Jericho, they're getting a they're they're creating their own legacy. Ric Flair, he he put you know gets himself involved. And he's always seeking attention online. I think it's uh, I think it's good that this tag uh, team match is happening. I, I want to see uh, I want to see Flair get a lethal injection. Uh, I hear guys <laughs> like Stro and Doctor John, who I love. And they say, uh, God bless Ric Flair. Well, Ric Flair's been blessed twice. And July 31st, we'll see if he's blessed again. If he's oh, not what a be promo. Like Randy the Ram. Yeah. What a promo. Who wow, are you, Randy? Oh, is, 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 <laughs> that's that's a, a promo. Right on. <laughs> Whether Jeff Jarrett can draw dimes or not, I don't care. I want to see blood drawn. That's what I want to see as a draw. Well, we looks like we got blood already, even before the match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So who knows? It is it is it is funny to see the way Ric Flair has kind of changed over the years. Like you said, Steve, like he's like he's so critical of other people at times. Which is like at this point, his legacy you would think would just be, Oh, he loves everybody, everything is great, blah blah blah. But it's like he's tried so hard to keep that edge that like we haven't really thought that he had since two thousand eight. Right. If you think about it from a, um, a, a another perspective, watching that video, I mean, in in, in a way, you know, it, lo- it looked at this as if Rick used Jay to train him, and then started, you know, bashing him on the podcast. You know, what I mean, his little podcast, <laughs> right. saying that he was had, had an ego problem because he wanted to be part of the show, and and, and then with Jarrett tried to help him, <laughs> he was. F F bomb and Jared said he didn't like him or his daddy, <laughs> and Jared slapped the tar out of him. Oh my God! So right. really, if you think about it, you know, Rick was like ticking people off right and left in that video. <laughs> He's healing him out. Yeah, I, I say uh, I say I say Rick is the heel. It ain't, it's the other way around. Yeah, but how can he be a heel in his last match? <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I love, Andrade. That makes sense. <laughs> I love Andrade, but uh, I think Lethal and uh, Jared are very justified in what they did. <laughs> Do you think? Um, 
<laughs> Do you think Ric Flair is going to parlay this into more matches? Because that's Who the knows? only thing I can see for why he's running his mouth. Forget, forget Jared. They should put Haku in there with uh, Lethal. <laughs> boy, they would really freak oh out. Oh, my God. Oh can you imagine? He would kill him. <laughs> you have to pay me a you have to pay me a lot. <laughs> you know, I, actually, have... um, I was uh, I was talking to a friend. This will not happen, but I would love to see Crowbar and David Flair get involved somehow. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. Heck, we could see some horsemen interference on top of that, man. Who knows? True. I'm going to make a bold prediction. And I'm going to say that Charlotte records a video promo for the NWA show before we're she done. She might get involved with uh, uh, Karen. You never know. She That's might. True. She might. Yeah. She was there holding Rick back, so she Charlotte might get some payback. <laughs> she might moonsault Karen. <laughs> That'd be something, wouldn't it? Oh, God. That'd be something. <laughs> Oh, wow. Can you imagine? What if Charlotte's <laughs> next title is, in fact, an NWA title? Yeah. How much would that shift the industry if a WWE performer won the NWA title? <laughs> All we need is appearance by Hockey Talk Man and Iron Sheik. That'd be great. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Steve, did you agree with what Stroh was saying about AEW underutilizing Jay Lethal? Oh God! I think he's I think he's right to an extent, but he's also feeding with Samoa Joe, so I think he's in a decent spot. But um, yeah, like he's a better Stroh was spot. saying, they need. Yeah, he's a yeah, better like, spot. Like, he was. Yeah. Yeah, well, like Stroh was it's... saying to me earlier, uh, a TV deal needs to happen, but I think it's slowly happening. I was I just upset the way he de- debuted him, man. My God, yeah. dude, this is Jay Lethal, for crying out loud. One of the longest reigning mm-hmm. ROH champions in history. <laughs> Kathy, yeah, were, you, Kathy was, uh, were you saying something? Go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying it right okay. I, th- I thought you were cutting it there. Uh, go ahead, Steve. No, I was fortunate enough to see Lethal in action uh Norfolk, I believe, was when he showed up, so... That was cool. Um, I think he faced TV, the TNT champions. I may have been saying Guevara or somebody else, but um, yeah. You know, when, um, I I know what I know. I understand stress frustration, but um, I think if he doesn't beat Joe and Claudio beats Gresham, then that could be the window for Lethal to face Claudio because Gresham's already turned, so you're not going to do Lethal Gresham. God, I hope so. That'd be great. Yeah, you know the part. Of, you know the part of the video when Ric Flair was dissing him at, at when the, at the gym when they're working out and after they hug, and and when Jay Lethal <laughs> walked in walked it walked in the back room said MF her and start throwing stuff around. I, I felt that. I so felt that. You know. <laughs> yeah. It was Gave so you the good, feels. man. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's true. It's true. Uh, as far as Jay Lethal and AEW, I. You're right. I, I think it wasn't the, the the flashiest spot to debut, mm-hmm. but if he can make a name for himself with this match and parlay it into more, then yeah. I, I think he'll be all right. You know, 
again, the problem is they bring these guys in as part of groups, you know? You got Jay Lethal in a gang. Jay Lethal should be by himself. Oh, he don't need nobody. Not in that heel group. He doesn't need that heel group. I'm a, with the, with the no-name like Indian guy that, like, last match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and that's not a shot at Sanjay. Sanjay could be his manager, but it, you know you need right. Yeah, that that's just a shame. The the bit, the video bit where Jarrett was holding Flair up and and Jay got in front of the camera and and like never meet yeah. your heroes. Man, that was, mm-hmm. God, so freaking good, man. Never meet your heroes. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Ah, uh, Steve. Anything else, man? I just can't wait for uh, Jared to get the turtle back on his back again, like he did in the parking lot. That's that's what I got to say. <laughs> okay. Remember, he gave you a guitar shot to Beetlejuice years ago. God, that was hilarious. <laughs> that's still a that's still a meme. You can still find it. It's it's amazing. Oh, yeah. on the Howard Stern show. Yep. Yep. I just remember his eyes bugging out of his head. They're looking at each other. <laughs> Flat nuts. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, Steve. Take care, man. God bless. Uh, yeah, 914-338-1885. Good times. You know, I've been craving, like, Old, like, 1999, 2000, even, like, early 2001 WCW. Like... Oh, wow. It was... it was Yeah, you know, because, like... I don't know. It was just such a different time, you know? And it was, like... There's actually some gems WWE was riding a high. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. WWE was riding a high, but WCW, man... They were just throwing everything at the wall, hoping that something would stick. Yeah. And then some. You know? Yeah. Uh, They were even putting sticky stuff on the wall before they did it, Kathy. It was bad. uh Uh-huh. Vince Russo. The whole thing. I just remember they came out on the one episode, and they just took away everybody's belts and started over. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's the night Stacey keeps his hair caught on fire from the pyro in the ring. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Lord I forgot emergency. about that. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Did you see what? the bit? Oh, we can do an error. Did you see the bit on one of Nitro's where Vince Russo took up a, a plastered Statue of Liberty and tried to hit Ric Flair with it, and it, crum- and it crumbled before it even connected. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Well, even, like, Flair, do I, I, I like, I, uh, <laughs> they, they took him out to the desert and buried him. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, my God. Like, what am I watching that after, here? Wasn't that after he was in the crazy house for a while? They put him in the yeah. crazy house? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I forget there was that was supposed to mean the debut of somebody and it fell through. I don't remember who it was, but uh my god. Oh. 
<laughs> just insanity. Let's go to oh, um, this one's right. in Virginia as well. Let, let's see who we're on, who we have on the line here. Uh, Eight oh four area code. You're on in the room. What's going on? What's up, man? How are you? Hey, I didn't know you were in the same area code as Steve. Yeah. How about that? Do you guys know each other? Uh, I guess I've seen him once or twice or so. But You've seen him once or twice. This is Justin for yeah. everybody who didn't know. Yeah, I've seen him once or twice. How are you doing tonight, Justin? You guys go uh, to the same indie shows? Uh, I think I've seen him maybe, maybe two Did you have him over for a show. sleepover when you were younger? <laughs> no. No. Nope. It just throws me off because usually you've got the area code like you live near like near me, you know. Yeah, I still got that one too. Okay, you crying? Are you all right? Sound like no, you're I'm falling good. apart. No, it's okay. Just my, no, it's just my uh, my throat's a little sore right now. So we're up. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know who you sound like, Kathy. You, you'll know. You'll you'll. This will resonate with you, Kathy. He sounds like Bill Belichick. Like he yeah. sounds like he like like Bill Belichick's going oh, wow. to conference and it sounds like like a he sounds like like he got woken up in the middle of the night and that's when he has to do his conference. So I'll be like, Oh yeah, who are you who are you starting a quarterback? He'll be like, oh, I'm going with Mac Jones this week. You know? Like that's how he talks and that's how you talk. Yeah. Yeah, the way you see yeah, the way the way you hear me on the phone, that's how I am in real life. I believe it. I totally believe it. Are you yeah. coming up to Philly soon so we can do a baseball game? Yeah, I have to go see what my schedule looks like. Okay, Mr. Big Shella. Yeah, okay. I got you. So how you been? Good, man. Just living the I was supposed to be in, uh, I was supposed to be in South Carolina this weekend, but, uh, but I got sick. I got sick and I... What are you going to go to for a week. What are you huh? going ghost hunting? What are you going no, ghost hunting? I was supposed to go down to, uh, to uh, Myrtle Beach and see John, John Steen, but, uh... What are you going to do with him? Well, we were supposed to meet up. I haven't seen him in, like, four years or so, so... I didn't realize you ever went. met him. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Am I, like... Like, all you guys call into the show. Have you guys all met each other except for me? Uh, I think I met. I think I met. Uh, like the only one I met was Rat Boy, and Tara. I met. I met. Uh, I met. I met John, and uh, the other guy, Dustin. You met Malcolm. Uh, you met John. That's true. Yep. I'm talking yeah, to callers. Uh, you know. Yeah. Did you ever meet John Garabedian? I did meet him once, but we didn't know each other at the time. We were just no, at the same show. Him. Okay. I don't so I met, I yeah. Him. He seemed like a cool dude, though. Did you meet cool Mike? Guy. Mike, too. Wildman, Malcolm's brother? Oh, uh, I, met, I, met, I, met, I met Malcolm, but I didn't meet his brother yet. You never met Mike, okay. Have you ever met Jesus? Because that's like meeting Mike. Uh, meeting Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah, if you met Jesus, then you met Mike, basically. Nope, haven't met Jesus yet. 
Okay, yeah. Looking forward to that when I die. Yeah, I hope it works out for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what do you think about Ric Flair coming back for uh, one more match? I think it's I think it's uh I think it's a lost cause. What do you 70, mean a lost cause? Seventy year seventy year old guy in the ring. I mean I don't think I don't think anything anything good's gonna come out of it. I mean How old is Rick Flair? Is he is he he's gotta be older than seventy, right? I thought he was I thought he was like seventy three or seventy three. Seventy three. Seventy three. Now, how old was Luthez when he died? He was 86. So Flair's got a couple of years to go. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, if it was me at 73, I don't think I would get back in the ring. Nah, I'm good. Nope. You wouldn't get back in the ring, or you wouldn't have him get back in the ring? I wouldn't go in the ring at, at 73. I wouldn't. Yeah, but you wouldn't go in at 30. I'd, I'd go in the ring and face you. Right, but you get your ass kicked, so, like, you wouldn't really want to do it. Uh, you know. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I'd get my ass kicked. I got you. I got you. I'd get my ass kicked, and I'd laugh about it. And then I'd shake your hand <laughs> Probably. And say, hey. I'm not debating that. I'd shake <laughs> I I get my ass kicked, shake your hand, and say thank you. Let's do it again. What would what would be your moniker? Like what would be what would be your ring name? Justin. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Pick one for me. Thrust and Justin. <laughs> Sounds good. No. Let's go. Let's go with that. How about no trust in Justin? Yeah, you can always trust me. <laughs> That's what Jake Roberts said. And it wasn't yeah, true. you can always trust me. So how you been? All right, brother. I'm good. Good hearing from you, though. What? I said good hearing from you. I, I, say, I, I should say colleague. good hearing from you. I, I should yeah. say good hearing from you. You called us. What's what was this like the first time in like couple couple months? What, like, has it been that long? See, I took like a month off, so I'm not sure. I forget though. I'm not sure either. Does it really matter? Not really. No. You're back, and that's all that matters. Yeah. You ever talk to Dustin anymore? Uh, I haven't talked to him. Um, I would say a little over a year, a little over a year or two. Okay. I'd like, I'd like, I'd like to, I'd like to talk to him again, but okay. Which is funny because you wanted to kill him the last time we talked about him. Yeah, just a lot of time heals all wounds, just, right? I mean, it's just a lot of uh, animosity with him. It's, yeah. You, time you, time heals all wounds, except for syphilis. That time doesn't heal that. <laughs> How do you know? Where all you right. Have it? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's up to him know. if he wants to talk to me. Hey, yeah, he probably doesn't, so. Alright, yeah. I don't blame either one of hey. you. Hey, but it's whatever. I don't care. That's what I always say. Yeah. Whatever. No, no love loss. No love loss over that. <laughs> okay. Alright, brother. It's been it's been real. Yeah, man. Take care. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Alright, cool. <laughs> uh it's Tuesday night, Joe. The freaks are coming out. Yeah. Hmm. That was something, wasn't it? <laughs> Justin. <laughs> good old Justin. <laughs> I thought that was a good nickname for him. No trust in Justin. <laughs> uh, we got one more on here. Let's bring him on. We got uh, Anthony out in uh, yeah, Anthony. Topolico, Kansas. Right. What's going on, Anthony? How you doing, brother? What 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 what? what uh, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? I was off today. So, Stro, how are you doing? Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, it's higher than hell. Yeah. How, how? So it's hotter than hell. Now, how hot is that when you say hotter than hell? Uh, is it hotter than in Britain? Uh, I don't know. It's yeah, hot. that's hell. That's like meatloaf. Hot. See, but I like it warm. I like it warm. I don't. I could do like sometimes I'll stick my head in the oven just to remind myself that I'm alive. You know. Oh, okay. Have fun with that. Don't worry, it's an electric oven. I take it out real quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, you're a funny guy, Brady. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yep, keep on with the clown. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so what are you thinking about Ric Flair coming back? You ready? I don't know. I'm not going to be watching. You're not going to uh, watch it? I mean, I'm not. I don't got that kind of money. I heard. I got you. Yeah, that's true. I heard. I always I forget that people have to pay for that stuff, Stro. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Besides, yeah. how much they charge for people going to it live, and then on top of that, that whatever pay per view it's going to be on. I heard. Yeah, that well, I assume it's on that high. fight app. I assume it's on that fight app. Well, it's probably like twenty bucks. I heard it's going to be a lot more than that. That might be. I, like I said, I don't know. I. That's put it this way. From what I heard a while back, unless it's not true, I heard it was supposed to be like. Freaking probably about triple the price of a AEW state reviews. And what does AEW cost? About thirty. Fifty dollars. 
Wait, $150 to watch Ric Flair? <laughs> I don't know, the whole show. I mean, it's supposed to have No, other but matches, still, I mean, they're okay. paying for Ric Flair. They they're, not, they're, they're not paying to see Karrion Cross come back. They're paying for the after party. <laughs> yeah. I I for 150 I mean, bucks, I would want an invite to the after party. Then, then again, he has to pay, he has to pay the ex-wives from Al- alimony, so I don't know. Yeah, but that's not the customer's I job. Know. I know. I'm just. I can't believe that it's that much. Is. What What's this pay-per-view called? Order NWA Ric Flair pay-per-view. Last night. Last match. It's on Fight TV. That's thirty five dollars. Yeah, thirty-five dollars, not a hundred and fifty. Uh-huh. I I don't have Fight TV, so I don't You can I get the bundle which that. also includes you can get the bundle which also includes Starcast, the last match, and the roast uh, for two hundred dollars. Maybe that's what you saw. Maybe. But just the pay per view is thirty five. I I don't have the flight TV app, and I use my phone. So I have enough stuff that I subscribe to or whatever. So I already had a bunch of stuff come out this week. Doctor Bill. I mean, I used to be a subscriber to all of Wrestling dot ru, but they they shut that site down. So I'm only uh, kidding. I'm only kidding. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw they announced Jay Lethal and uh, uh, who is it again? Uh, Lethal and Jarrett against Flair and um, Almas. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Andrade. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna call. I almost called him Cien. Remember Andrade, Cien Almas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I don't follow too much into it or whatever. I mean, I'll probably just see. You know how like online they post little stuff about it or whatever. I'll just see what happens that way. I'm not too worried about. It. I'll probably work it anyway. So ain't gonna be able to watch a lot. You know what? Regardless. You'll probably see it so many times after the fact anyway. I'm sure it's going to be everywhere. Yeah, so. it will be. But um, yeah. I will say this. Besides the whole Rick Flair thing, I mean, he's probably better off doing a tag match, but it's funny how Jeff Jarrett, I mean, that's supposed to be what, on a Friday? Next Friday or something like that? Because mm-hmm. isn't it like going into like SummerSlam weekend? Because the show is supposed to be in Nashville, like SummerSlam, and like kind of like how last week, which would have been obvious when Adam Pearce announced Jeff Jarrett as the special guest referee for the yeah. match for SummerSlam. I mean, it seems like they're kind of throwing Jeff Jarrett out there or whatever. Nothing, nothing. Well, I think Jeff Jarrett's, this is Jeff Jarrett's last run. So it's, uh, by the way, one of the listeners uh, sent me a comment. They, they noted to me that it's not the NWA. It's actually JCP, Jim Crockett Promotions. So that's a different yeah, entity than the NWA I, I, technically. That's, that's who's doing this last match. They're just using the NWA's yeah. venue and probably all their stuff. 
probably, just to save some so. money. Um, yeah. But after after watching SmackDown and Raw this past week or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, just, I can't remember last week when I called in, I told you about how I called Bust Open and told Bully and Mark Henry about that whole little theory about Paul Heyman. Yeah. About Jerry cashing in. Well, it's kind of funny, that little segment they did on SmackDown last week. I, I, I saw that after I got off work that night, and I was like, eh. I don't remember your theory. What was your theory? Um, Basically, which there's like, it's, I don't know, with the Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns being last man standing, they probably wouldn't count as last man standing, and it'll turn into a triple threat if theory was to cash in. But Paul Hayden hands off the title with Theory and joins Theory. And then that's basically what it was that Theory was the cash in. But remember okay. one day when Ziggler, when Ziggler popped up, and that just kind of yeah. made things slightly interesting. Well, I came up with another theory for that one. If, say, mm-hmm. Theory doesn't cash in at SummerSlam, I still say there's a possibility he just does it after the match and cashes in and Brock. Because he keeps on mentioning it, stuff about the past. It could be, but I, I think they're going to hold Theory's cash in until probably next Here, year here's sometime. They, here's how they can hold it off, and then they can have a match at the Castle Show in, U, in the UK. They have Ziggler in the mix. Ziggler called the count out this week on Raw. Last week, he came out, caused problems for the Theory. He could maybe be hired by Paul Heyman or if Paul Hayden doesn't turn on Roman or the bloodline is trying to get Ziggler to stop Theory. Like, Theory tried to cash in, runs down, and then Ziggler stops, so takes the briefcase, holds it hostage until he gets the match for the briefcase or something. They could do something like yeah, that. Yeah, but why would, Paul, time time. why would Paul Heyman want to leave the hottest act in wrestling? It doesn't um, make sense from know, a storyline perspective. I don't think it's going to happen for that reason. Because, I mean, Theory's not a big guy like Brock Lesnar, but years ago, Paul Heyman aligned himself with Lesnar when Lesnar was young. So, maybe uh, when Berman drops titles, maybe he will be on his way out eventually. I don't know. Now, that I can agree with. And I actually think Roman is going to lose the title to Cody. Before he takes some time off, that that's probably what I see happening. Uh, I, I I don't want to see Roman But we're talking down the line. Yeah. I, I just don't well, that's what I think is going to happen. Roman. Unless unless Cody loses the big mo, you know, if he loses some momentum. But otherwise, I think Cody's. Sure. What do you think? I I mean, I don't even the Rock. I don't see the Rock beating Roman. I I, I think the only person who's positioned right now to beat Roman is Cody. That would be the WrestleMania match I'd want to see, Cody and uh, Roman. Yeah. 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 And I also what, wouldn't even mind, like, like they did years ago, if you remember, like, when Yoko had to defend the title, like, twice in one night. How mm-hmm. would it be, like, if you saw Roman and Rock go at it, and then Roman had to fight Cody in the main event? Hmm. What if, you know? uh, what if, what if, because supposedly the speculation was that The Rock is going to have a free movie schedule, even though he has the NFL after the Super Bowl, like NFL's over with next year. 
he's supposed to have a free movie schedule first quarter of the year. So why don't they, like, kind of, I don't know what's the word for it, um, give a little tease and maybe The Rock is the one that shows up, call it, and then picks up the pickings. And it's like the start of the Rock Roman for next year's WrestleMania, where Rock maybe. turns around Rock Bottoms Roman. I mean, I mean, Maybe. no one really knows. I mean, it's a possibility. What if, oh, yeah, no one knows. I just don't think, no one knows. You're right. These are just thoughts and predictions. But um, I, I don't see Paul Heyman being with anybody but the main event guy. And I don't see Theory. So what if, I think Theory is at least a year away from being that kind of a guy. I just don't understand why they threw the briefcase on them then. Adams in the match tonight of Money in the Bank. There's got to be a reason behind it. And then they kind of because they're going to try and build him over the next year. They have a year to cash it in. You know, they, yeah, didn't, they didn't take Randy Orton and give him the world title right away. They built that up with time. True. I don't know. It's just... You know? I, had this, I just had this weird feeling that that's all... And you um, might be right. I just, I just don't see it. Because after know, watching, but I'm not Smackdown, saying you're wrong. After watching, well, I'm not saying I'm right either. I'm just saying it's just like a little, little thought process I'm having when I watch WWE. That's what, why they're so damn predictable. And something with Paul Heyman. What, what if, what if the, what if the Rock came back, teamed with John Cena, and they won the tag team title, and then they left with the tag team titles to go to Hollywood? I don't see that. You don't see that? No, I don't either. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. I don't know. See, like, Vin Diesel I and, mean, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger win the tag team title I mean, in a movie, you know? What do you, what do you think is going to happen with, uh, like, Jeff Jarrett being the special referee? Is he going to be in the pocket of the Usos call it, or call it down the middle or? Um. Because, I mean, I was, Obviously, that match is first Before before they said that Jarrett was the guest referee, I assumed that the Street Profits were going to go in and get one more small run before they break them up. But Jarrett's not an experienced referee. So I think what's going to happen is you're going to have something similar to what happened before where, like, Montez Ford gets pinned because of something that, like, the referee uh, didn't see because he's not a real referee. That's probably what it's going to... Either that or Montez Ford is going to get upset because of something that D'Angelo Dawkins does that, like, Jeff Jarrett, for whatever reason, doesn't catch. Something like that. But, again, I don't know. That'd be stupid to split the street profits. I mean, they don't got that many tag teams as it is. Just like the women's tag division is, like, pointless. No, they don't. But Montez Ford... Is going to be huge, assuming he doesn't get hurt. You and he's somebody so that they've definitely somebody, identified. I mean, Montez has tons of charisma and this and that, and he's very entertaining, athletic, and all that. But you mean to tell me, knowing how WWE is about God with God, not counting even though Daniel, when he was Daniel Bryan in WWE, he the fans got behind him. And he got the big push and then got the heavyweight title and all that. 
But uh, right, right. You mean to tell me where are you going you with tell me if they split? If they split within a year, he's going to be in the like main title picture. He'll be at most IC title or US title for a while, and then it's be a waste of split. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think Montez I Ford is a bigger more. deal than. Like, I I don't know. Like I I think Montez Ford is a bigger deal than like. Kofi Kingston was. I think he could be. Or like Big E. Yeah. They both took their but time. I, I, I don't know. I I think in a year, I could see Montez. I could see in a year I a WWE where Theory and Montez Ford are both main event guys. Yeah, I mean, it could happen, but I just don't see the point of splitting the shirt profits. You got to kind of stick with what tag teams you got right now. Well, they'll that make a new street profits with somebody else. They'll put look, Dawkins with another guy. Did. Maybe look Carmelo they Hayes. With they did it with Crime Time years back. Uh, and that just, when he split some tag teams, it just doesn't work out. Well, uh, it usually the problem is it usually doesn't work out for one of the guys. Like, yeah. look at Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, you know? No, Sean didn't win oh, the yeah, title within definitely. a year, but they clearly were behind him. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's like kind of what it is. Montez, I mean, when he does that frog splash, oh, my God. I thought R.E.D. I mean, him and R.E.D. died. Oh, yeah. Or like how he'll do like close. the suicide dive over the top where he floats through the air and flips. Like, oh, yeah. Most people he can't do that. Awesome. And he's got the charisma coming down. You know, he's got confidence. He's he's great on the mic. I, I To yeah. me, Montez Ford is almost as close as you can come to a full package in WWE. And I think um, all he's really missing is the push. Yeah. Just my thought. Uh, Anthony, listen, so, we're up against the commercial break, so I'm going to have to let you go in a minute. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, uh, real quick, if do it real quick, what about the TV 14 that USA is trying to push for Raw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that earlier. It, it's interesting. I don't think it's going to change things that much. But if WWE were smart, they would take the buzz from it and actually try to make the shows better. Like you get, it's weird because like you could have a, a you could have a PG show, you could even have you can even have a G show that's good. You don't need like the yeah. foul language and the, that stuff made it exciting uh-huh. and fun and funny. But like you know, you don't need that to have a good wrestling show. You just need a better product. Well, you need people well, talking yeah, for reasons, having compelling reasons, uh, and, like, it, it has nothing to do with ratings. But with that said, they really could do something with it if they wanted to. Well, yeah, that's all I was going to say. Like, after the attitude there is one thing, but not that, like, edgy. But, like, when they started doing the ruthless aggression era, like, when it started with Cena and all that, like back in the 2000s and those years, I mean, they just that got, was like, a very like, underrated time. Like it, when it was happening, when it was happening, I thought it was kind of boring. But I thought it was it was, it was a great time looking back. I don't know. WWE's going to have to, and I think 
because the original report was TV 14 was supposed to start supposedly this Monday or whatever. I think it's going to happen. No, I think it'll take a little bit of time. You don't usually change that kind of stuff overnight. Yeah, but I mean, um, I think they're probably supposedly it's supposed to happen sometime soon. I think it might happen yeah. after SummerSlam. But. I don't know. Well, listen, brother. Yeah. Listen, brother, it's been real. Alright. Yeah. Fun. We'll talk to you soon. Alright. Alright. Take care. He always sounds so sad when I let him go. It's, uh. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think the WWE stars sound sound that sad when they get let go. (laughs) <laughs> but it's always like, yeah. Um, listen, so we are going to take a commercial break right now, Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. On the other side, I don't know if you saw this, but WWE has officially found their replacement for Shane McMahon, and I couldn't be more furious at this idea. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. It's uh, yeah. We'll be right back, guys, and. Uh, We'll talk that, and we'll take your calls as well. Be right back. Hey, this is Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John, as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of pro wrestling interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, Pro Wrestling Interviews. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com 
and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Here's Phil Asher, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it the Does loss. Have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World Wide Wrestling Federation. That's nice. Uh, it was to sign up. It's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com/vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Sometimes the world looks perfect, nothing to rearrange. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com. Brady Hicks here. I've got with me the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papastro. Uh, we'll be taking calls for a little bit longer anyway, talking some wrestling news. 914-338-1885. I, I teased a big story heading into the break about... Shane McMahon, WWE finding the replacement. We'll get to that in a second. But before we kind of jump in, Stro, what do you got going on this week? Oh, well, this Thursday night, uh, WCW returns on VOCNation.com at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we'll be discussing the career of the late Ravishing Rick Rude. So if you got any cool uh, Rick Rude stories, uh, please uh, call in. <laughs> and then uh, Saturday night, uh, 
actually Friday night rather, my uh, horror sci-fi show, The Show Zone, uh, at midnight Eastern Standard Time. The feature for this coming Friday night will be They Live, starring Roddy Piper. So please tune in. <laughs> you know, I used to date a girl that looked a lot like that uh, alien in They Live. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I had to wear the you different glasses so I could see her, too. <laughs> you, you, you see the, in the movie where uh, this couple's making out and she looks up and finds out he's an alien and he's like laying there and he's like, hey what's wrong baby <laughs> it's been so oh. long yeah oh, man. classic <laughs> that is a classic though. that's exciting that's fun that's fun uh, 914-338-1885 uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? So Natalia posted a, a bikini picture with her sister. Uh, they were basically Cora Jade did a one by the pool. So Natalia and her sister did one. And all these wrestlers mm-hmm. are saying all these like really complimentary things or whatever. And uh, good good old man Jr. He said Jim Ross. He says uh, he says, "Damn, I wish you were older." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so WWE, I, we were talking about this kind of heading into the break. So WWE supposedly has found their replacement for Shane McMahon, this guy that's going to talk, have the occasional match, and I, I never understood it about Shane either. But for some reason. Sometimes he's not that tough, and other times he could take on the whole world. And uh, <laughs> and it's been so annoying over the years, you know, to watch him, you know, for example, barely be able to beat Test and then take The Undertaker all the way in Hell in a Cell. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's always something. But anyway... So Pat McAfee is the new Shane McMahon. Apparently, he's going to be the guy that. Oh. And, and they've already started on SmackDown. They they announced he signed a new contract. They had him come out, and um, Stroh. I I don't know if you watch SmackDown, but Pat and I hate the guy. I really am starting to like. He grates <laughs> on me, man. He really he comes out. Whatever hometown they were in, I don't remember. But he's a, I'm going to just say, like, Indianapolis. I, I don't remember what town it was. But he comes out and he goes, mm-hmm. Indianapolis, it's great to be in you. Uh, I hate that. Man. That's what I did. That's what I did. Come on. <laughs> Is that PG-14? Is that the idea? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Listen. Wow. I'm not saying the guy's not a good wrestler. I actually wish he were a full-time wrestler who never talked. Just me. <laughs> a manager. <laughs> yeah, give him MVP, man. Give him MVP. Right? Give him Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman could do wonders with Pat McAfee. Oh, I'm sure. You know? He does mm-hmm. Pat McAfee looking like Kurt Angle out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, no, I don't know. He just come like I don't know. Like to me, it's like if like WWE hired Dustin and put him right on the mic. Oh, can you imagine? 
<laughs> I, I can. I watch it every week on SmackDown. Uh, it's awful. <laughs> oh, God. So what are people seeing this guy? Oh, man. You got me. I mean, you see something in him, right? I don't. <laughs> uh, other than going crazy when Nakamura comes out to the ring. I don't know. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember, like, when Bill After was, like, he, he tagged Pat McAfee in that tweet. Like, McAfee's screaming and dancing, and you can't even hear what anybody's saying or the music because he's making so much noise. And, like, Bill mm-hmm. After's like, Pat McAfee, like, you know, with all due respect, like, you know, can you please tone it down a little? I have to mute my TV when you're on. And Pat uh, McAfee tweets Bill after back, and he says, "Well, Bill, with all due respect, shut the f up." Ah, uh, but he didn't say f. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I miss <laughs> Bill after. He was a fun part of this network for a little while. I wish he'd come back. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to see what else. Oh, did you see? You don't like this. Kevin Nash said that everybody in WWE. Well, I gotta find the exact quote. Kevin Nash. Everybody about WWE and AEW, right? They don't mm-hmm. look like they can even throw an effing punch. Kevin Nash. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Have you heard his new podcast? <sighs> He's got on YouTube. No, no, but everybody's got a podcast now. I can't keep up. Yeah, it's some some new deal. He's got called the Click. <laughs> the Click. Is that yeah. really what it's called? It should be called like yeah. Click This or something. No, it might be. I'm not sure, but <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying it should be. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I see more Vince McMahon stuff, but I I don't want to do that. And some of it involves Pat Patterson, and I hate to drag him through through the uh, mud for rumors. Mm. That does bother me because none of right. it is substantiated. You know. Oh, how oh, about yeah. this one? Brandy Brandy Rhodes. I do plan to continue my in-ring career. Oh, boy. Brandy Rhodes, who, who's not signed anywhere. It was so exciting. You know, she's had 65 matches in her career. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Which, like, if she were in the independence, that would basically mean that, like, she'd been wrestling for about seven or eight years. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wonder how far she would have gotten. And I hate to disparage the young lady. She's very talented right. at what she does. Uh, she is. Um, mm-hmm. Where would she be if she wasn't a Rhodes all this time? That's a good question. Hmm. Yeah. 
How about how about this one? And this might be a good one even to end it with, because um, I don't think we need to stick around too late tonight. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, you know Parker Bordeaux. Yeah, yeah, you know that name, right? He was yeah. that jacked up muscle guy that was going to be the next Brock Lesnar. And then they basically mm-hmm. just shaved his head and gave him a gimmick where he just followed Joe Gacy around. Mm. You know who I mean? Harland? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you know that he debuted with AEW this past weekend? Really? He did. He wow. did. And in case you were wondering, he's already in a gang. So uh, the the gang is Arya mm. Davari. I didn't even know he was in AEW. But it's it's um Arya Davari is starting a trust busters stable. So I guess that means they're busting trust. Whatever that means. <laughs> um wow. but he's in that. So Another game, huh? And I did like I said, I didn't even know Arya Davari was in AEW. I thought he was just like still doing WWE stuff. I had no idea. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Goodness. That's about it, I think. <laughs> Any other news stories? I, I feel like we hit just about everything tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think we're good. I think it's time for me to go to sleep, Stro. And, uh. Nice. <laughs> before I put a sleeper hold on everybody else, uh. <laughs> so you just updated us a couple minutes ago on your week, but uh, is there anything else you've got going on? Well, the end of the month is going to be a big, uh, busy weekend. Uh, July 30th, uh, Journey Day, we'll be at the North Carolina Film Festival at the New Bern Civic Theater in New Bern, North Carolina. Uh, for more information, go to nscfilmfestival.com. And then that night, I'll be making my return to World Class Extreme Wrestling. And that's the guard I'm in Rockingham, North Carolina. Uh, I think go time seven thirty. And for more information, go to World Class Extreme Wrestling on Facebook. All right. And from my end, ECWA returns with the Women's Super Eight that Saturday, August sixth, in Paulsboro, New Jersey. Uh, tickets and information, ecwawrestling.com. It's a, it's a 2 p.m. show, so you can actually pack it. This is what I'm going to do, Stro. You pack the car, you know, you, you put all your stuff in there, and, and you head down the Jersey Shore after the show, you know, because it will be done around 5. So you'll be there by dinner. You'll be down the shore by mm-hmm. dinner. So uh, be sure to check it out, all the top stars of ECWA. Plus, the women and Killian McMurphy battle it out, the field mm-hmm. of eight, to determine the next Women's Super 8 champion. And, uh, yeah, following the legacy of women like Deanna and Tessa and, and Wendy Chu and, and Megan Bain and Quinn McKay. Uh, just top-notch talent all around. So be sure to check that out. Tickets and information, com. From my end, I think that's going to do it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week. Uh, thank you to the best callers, the, the cast and crew, everybody for helping me out so much. We'll be back next week talking more wrestling, taking your calls, and maybe even a guest or two. Kathy's, Kathy's going to be in Hamburg this week, Stro, at the, at the convention. I forgot to mention that. But nice. Kathy's going to be out there. So uh, be, be on the lookout for her. She's, uh, she's uh, 
kind of short redhead glasses. Really kind of hot, you know. If I were a little older, Strel, I'm only playing. Uh, <laughs> everybody, take care. Be good to each other. I love you all very much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.